We were looking in a previous episode uh, at the fret pen, the tiniest guitar you'll ever play. This was really cool. I remember seeing this as early as January. It was given to me in a sort of like a embargoed press release. Mm-hmm. Here, have a look at this. Don't talk about it yet. It's coming soon. We'll let you know when, when it's time. So I had to sit on this for a while, and then it was time. And, and now we're going to talk to uh, the creator of the fret pen. Yeah, Mark Rebke put out an email after I signed up, as we had done during that episode, saying, hey, everybody, turns out I may have misunderstood the demographic for the fret pen in the first place. We call it a fret pen because it's about the size of a pen, looks like a guitar, only has one string, but you can actually play music on it. And he realized that most of the people who were signing up to buy this neat little musical gadget weren't actually guitarists. They were people who had never played an instrument in their lives. Yeah, I mean, what would be easier than playing a one-string guitar. Good to have you with us, Mark. Thanks for having me. This is a really cool little thing. I can see this being a major time suck for a lot of people. You, <laughs> you, you pick this thing up and you just start jamming away on it. and it, it, You listen to it through your, your iOS device, right? And um, yep. explain how easy it is to play this thing. Well, I think, you know, that is kind of one of the advantages. Uh, you know, a lot of people are uh, kind of intimidated by a normal-sized guitar. You know, there's a lot of strings Uh, When you're not doing the right thing, you know, a lot of noise can go sideways. So I think with fret pen, because, you know, it's it's a single string and four frets, uh, initially it's very easy to pick up. And uh, what's cool is you're not really limited by that. So you can start with, you know, just kind of getting comfortable with moving your fingers independently, uh, gaining some finger dexterity. Um, But then, you know, once you've got some proficiency, FretPen can still navigate the entire fretboard. And then the, the other th- cool thing is, you know, the app uh, is really what translates a lot of the sound. So you can choose from different kinds of sounds. So if you're, you know, into acoustic, you can make the app sound like an acoustic guitar. If you, you know, want to wail on some metal, you can, you know, pick a heavier tone. But because it only has one string, I suppose the real power in it isn't the hardware, it's the software. Correct. I think that, you know, there's a, a lot of cool technology in the, in the hardware, uh, but a lot of the value really comes from the capabilities in the software. Well, it would have to, because if you've got one string, how can you actually play chords? Right. So the app can simulate chords. But again, I think that's a real cool opportunity for somebody that's starting out, you know, getting to a G chord. Um, can be a lot of finger wrangling for somebody that really, you know, isn't used to moving their fingers independently, nor are they used to pressing down on strings. So we can simulate, you know, a G chord um, or a power chord on an electric guitar. Do you see this thing as being a gateway drug for people getting into into actually playing guitars? You know, I sure hope so. Um, I think it does offer, you know, kind of those two things. One is it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. You know, our uh, we found that, you know, time is one of the biggest reasons why people don't play guitar or, you know, quit soon after. So it's something you can take anywhere. Um, but then it, you know, has a, a size and accessibility that make it really easy to pick up. And everything you do on fret pen um, translates to a full-size guitar. So as you're playing a, a BC kind of a a fingering um, when you get to a full-size guitar that, you know, same motion is still going to be relevant on on your uh, full-size neck. 
you had 110 backers, you're halfway to the $35,000 Kickstarter goal, and then you went and canceled the project on May 3rd. Yeah, you know, it was a really tough decision, but what what it really came down <coughs> to is we had, uh, you know, significant kind of media interest. Um, I had done a number of local events. I'm in Colorado, um, and even an event, uh, San Francisco Music Technology Summit recently, and the the initial reaction, kind of the emotional response that we get from people is, you know, wow, this thing is amazing. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on it. You know, some people are like, take my money now. <laughs> um, and so when uh, we launched on Kickstarter, uh, I, I think we, we, we kind of made a big assumption that people would just naturally understand what this thing was and how it would fit in their daily lives, how they could use it. And it, it became clear in kind of our conversion rates, the number of people that visited the um, Kickstarter page to the number of backers, that we were off the mark there. And that's why we made the tough decision to pull back. And rather than, you know, we could have gutted that campaign out, but it really was something where there was, you know, there was a mismatch in, in the data. And it was, you know, I think more important for us to make sure that uh, we had a product that we were getting out there that everybody who could take advantage of it was able to see that. And so that's why, you know, we're really um, taking a step back and, you know, we're not materially changing the product, but we're <coughs> focusing on the positioning. And, you know, that's why we're engaging not only the backers, but the hundreds of people that have expressed interest in the product um, before uh, and also after the campaign closed. Okay, so does the campaign get back up and running here? Because I noticed that if you're willing to drop 170 bucks, you get yourself a signature fret pen signed by Queensryche's Parker Lundgren. Right, so the goal is definitely to go back out um, to Kickstarter uh, with some revised positioning. Um, you know, we'll be looking at things like um, pricing as well, but mostly making sure that you know, we've got a strong video that really plays to the strengths and also the the target market and some of the learning that we're going to get by um, engaging the community of people that are psyched about FretPen. The the Queensrite guys are good friends of mine and uh, have been super helpful throughout the process. And so, you know, for the uh, handful of people that signed up for Signature Editions, I'm sure we'll bring those back. Very cool. I hope you have some real success with this because I would like one. And because I've, I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, but I've never had the time. But I can see me sitting somewhere, pull this thing out, and then just kind of wail away while I'm waiting for my wife to buy fabric or something. Yeah, and that's really, you know, what the product really stemmed from is, you know, I, I play guitar a long time and I found myself with, you know, a busy life like everybody else and travel for work and things like that. I realized there's a ton of places you can't take a full-size guitar. And that's why the portability and the size is really important. And so I think if we can get something in the hands of people that they can take advantage of in those, you know, otherwise down times, whether it's, you know, waiting for your kid to finish soccer practice or, uh, you know, sitting on the train during a long commute, those are all times where, you know, you could easily knock out 15 minutes of guitar practice and, you know, I think find in no time that you've got some great skills that you can translate to a, a full-size instrument. 
I'm thinking of me standing in line with the bank on Saturday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Mark, before we let you go, the thing does actually function as a pen, am I right? Right. You know, part of the uh, design was based on the fact that you can take a pen anywhere. You know, uh, a kid's not going to get kicked out of class for a pen or for having a pen. Uh, it's something you can kind of sneak into a meeting or other places. So, it was important for me to kind of have that form factor that, you know, really felt like it was something you could truly take anywhere. And, you know, on an airplane seat, you know, in the middle seat, you're, you know, not necessarily going to be elbowing somebody holding something that size. But then the, the beauty is you can plug in the body and, you know, you get unlock kind of this whole universe of uh, opportunity through the mobile app. If you're interested in FretPen, just go to FretPen.com. You can sign up, give them your email address, and uh, when you get back up to speed, you let us all know? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, we'd love for people to visit FretPen.com. They can sign up and really be part of this process um, over the next few weeks. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Mark Rebke of FretPen. Good luck. Peace.